0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the November and December catch-up episode of Lulu's List. I'm Seuss, also known as Lulu Lawrence, and this podcast is usually where I talk about all the fics I've read the past month and what I enjoyed about them, but I am doing a special series for the month of January to kick off my third season, where if all goes as planned, every Friday of the month I will post a catch-up podcast to wrap up last year's fics, and the last Friday of the month will be for my January reads. The catch up episodes will cover the fics I've read in October, November and December as well as possibly a summary of the fics I post I posted throughout the year but definitely through October and December. Um, I haven't really decided as to the structure and format, and so what I have done is I've put out a survey asking for what kind of format you might like to hear for that episode, and then I've posted the link on my Tumblr, Coffee, and Twitter. I'd really love to hear from everyone, so please fill it out if you have a moment. Um, I'm really hoping to record that episode on Thursday evening of next week. So the survey will be available through probably Wednesday. You can find me and the survey on Tumblr and AO3 as Lulu Lawrence on Twitter as lululawrence1d, and on Ko-fi at www.ko-fi.com slash lululawrence. So for the month of November, I was able to read a whole four (laughs) fics, and in December, I read 10, which is why I was able to, um, I'm combining them for this particular episode. Um, But honestly, those numbers are better than what I was expecting, and so (laughs) I'm actually really excited to even have this number of fics to talk about with you, especially since I enjoyed them as much as I did. So let's go ahead and get started. The first fic is Go As Slow As You Want To by ChoFace on Tumblr and When She Flies on AO3. This fic is about 5,000 words long. It is rated mature and the pairing is Nick and Harry. The summary reads, Don't tease Nick, Harry says. His voice is like gravel and Nick wants to be dragged bodily over the sound until he's covered in the filth of it. Nick swallows down the lump in his throat and looks Harry in the eye, tries to convey emotion he doesn't quite know how to articulate without giving himself away entirely. For once in my life, H, I am not teasing. It's nice. Proper nice. Pretty, Nick wants to say. Pretty like you. Harry scrunches his face and glances away. I know it's like girly or whatever, but I like it. Like the way it makes me feel. Or a tender HS1-era Gryles Vic. So this fic, as you could probably tell, it's it's canon compliant. And like the summary says, it does take place during Harry's Pink Album era. Um, it's really, it's such a fascinating setup, and I really liked the way that we kind of learned about everything as we were reading, because, like, I didn't really know what was considered canon in this fic, Um, but there is past Harry and Louis, and we find out about that kind of through Nick's musings, but also through, like, a mention that he makes that he ends up regretting, and all this other stuff, like, it's just amazing, and um, there's just, there's so much pining, like, it is all the pining Nick could not possibly pine any more than he is for Harry but also like the whole time you're trying to figure out if it's mutual or not like does Harry actually have interest in Nick or is he just kind of trying to play it cool because they're very much friends and it's friends to lovers fic but like they're both so clumsy and at the same time Harry is just so he's Harry he's so charismatic and so the, the entire time you're sitting there and you're like okay but like is he doing this just because that's how he is with everybody or like is he actually interested and then there's little flashes of like vulnerability and then there's little flashes of things that make you think this is for real and um just the way that like oh there's like Nick is so on pins and needles and it's so awkward but also so comfortable for like the entire ride home because he picks Harry up from the airport And then like they get to Nick's house and oh my gosh, the way the dogs react and the way that they kind of go from that. And I'm not sure if any of you are as obsessed with In the Heights as I am, but like there's a moment with the pizza that very much reminds me of Usnavi with the foil on the the champagne and like Usnavi can't get over the the foil. And she's just like, oh my gosh, Usnavi, just like ignore it, like leave it alone. That's not what I'm even here for. And that's very much kind of Nick with the pizza, like he's overcompensating and over fixated on this pizza that's not important and Harry's finally like, Pay attention to me. Anyway, the way that it is all navigated and it oh gosh, it's just wonderful. And it's it's really soft and kind of clumsy. And they're just such disasters, but I love them all the more for it. And it's it's just a wonderful fic that really draws you in and kind of um Encases you in their their tenderness for a little bit, and it was absolutely wonderful. And the next fake that I read was "I Want All Your Saturday Nights" by Homosocially Yours on both Tumblr and Ao3. This fake is about eleven thousand words long. It is rated teen, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads: When Louis Tomlinson is announced as the host and musical guest for for an upcoming episode of SNL, cast member and writer Harry Styles is prepared to have to hide her longtime crush from her favorite artist. What she doesn't expect is for Louie to be a fan of hers, too. Even more surprising is when Louie excitedly agrees to star in a very lesbianic skit that Harry's co-written. She's always thought Louis wasn't straight, but is she really ready for what this level of confirmation can bring her? A Girl Direction SNLAU inspired by the art of Becomes a Wendy Bird slash Quicked Okay, so this fake was written for the reverse bang, and it's very clearly kind of famous, famous, um, and girl direction, Louie, Louie's an actress, and Harry is an SNL comedian, and there's just so much flirting from the very beginning, but also, like, Harry is just so flummoxed and trying so hard to play it cool, and there's not a chance in hell that she's going to actually be able to play it cool, um, but they just, from the beginning, they just go for it, and I... Love how unashamed they are but at the same time trying to still be professional enough to like get the job done you know what I'm trying it's just so good it's so good and they really walk that perfect line of it all of trying to like still be um focused on all the work because like prepping an episode in a week is crazy hard especially when you're performing all of it live and you have to not only prepare all of the skits but also figure out like the you know, the quick changes and everything else. And so like, it's a lot of work. And that is very much acknowledged in there. But at the same time, they're trying to take advantage of every moment that they possibly can together. And so it was just, it was really wonderful. And it was so fun. And it was so lighthearted. And yet there were still so many feelings in there. And like the end is just so hopeful. And I love that I love coming out of a fic and just Feeling like somebody gave me a warm hug and was like, yeah, see, it'll work out and it'll be okay. You know, like you might not see it all spelled out, but you know, you know, it'll be okay. And I I needed that from a fake when I was reading this and that was exactly what I got from it. And it was absolute perfection. The next fic that I read was Take My Hand, Wreck My Plans by Dagger and Rose on Tumblr and A Moment of Love on AO3. This fic is about 38,000 words long. It's also rated teen and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, Louis meets the man in the center of the room feeling every eye on him. Mr. H, he whispers. The man smiles brightly and laughs as if he can't believe his eyes. It's you, he says breathlessly. I didn't think I would see you again. "'Nor I you, especially under these circumstances.' "'Even so,' Mr. H says, his eyes bouncing from Louis's eyes to his lips. "'Will you do me the great honor and join me in leading the first, um, dance?' "'Mr. H laughs and nods. "'Yes, that's the one. Louis bites his lips and doesn't hesitate before whispering. "'Yes.' Mr. H beams and reaches for Louis's hand. Sparks fly at the touch, and a zing of excitement shoots through Louis's body. His face heats up as he's afraid his scent would give away his feelings towards the other man. This fake, oh my word, you guys! Okay, so this was a big bang fake from this past round, and it is a Cinderella AU, but it's also ABO. And I just want to say, there's so much, so very much that I loved and appreciated about this fake, like simply from the casting and the um like narrative perspective and that's so like before you even get into like the reading of it (laughs) I loved so much about this fic I love the story of Cinderella I grew up not only watching the Disney animated version but um there was this show (laughs) once upon a time called fairy tale theater and I grew up on fairy tale theater so, if anybody's familiar with like Shelley Duval, you probably know what this show was, but um there was a version of Cinderella in fairy tale theater that I absolutely adored and it was just one of my absolute favorites. And then they came out with a live version of Disney's Cinderella with Lily James, who I also absolutely adore, and we'll just that's like my favorite version probably now. But I love just I love Cinderella very much, okay? And then she adds ABO. I'm sorry. I just said she, her, and I don't actually know your pronouns. So they added ABO. And um, it's just, it's not what you would expect because you're reading this and you would expect, okay, so the royalty is going to be Alpha and the Cinderella character is going to be Omega because the Cinderella role is very much an Omega role, but also like the kind of power and balance of the uh, royalty coming and finding the Cinderella character, you know, so that they'd have the, um, the power of being Royal and, you know, the kind of, uh, I don't know what to call it, but you know, the disadvantage of being, um, of a lesser station, but then also like family by marriage, forcing you into an even lower station. And um, just there's so many things that combined that made me just assume that that's the way that it would play out. But it's not. It's Royal Omega Harry. And then Cinderella character Alpha Louis. And I was like, Oh, that's fascinating. And then as I read, I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is so perfect. This is so beautifully done. Because like Louis, in his caring and, you know, just very much like his need to take care of everyone and to make sure that everyone was happy and looked after as an alpha. Like he fell into that almost omega role, but it was like, it was obviously kind of seen as fairly degrading in a way for the fact that he was willing to do this and he was doing this. Um, but he didn't see it that way at all. And like, you saw the absolute love that went into it in his caring and the way that he, I just, I cannot, I love the Louis character in this so much, you guys, like so much. It is beautiful. But also there's a lot of narrative differences between all sorts of different versions of Cinderella that you find. And so I went into this assuming that we would get the kind of narrative, the narrative and the storyline of the Disney animated version of Cinderella. And that wasn't it at all like when I was reading it it very much held close to the Lily James version and so as I just said growing up absolutely adoring all versions of Cinderella and then finally like really latching onto the Lily James one when it became available like I cannot express my happiness and joy when I realized that that was the version that was kind of being mirrored in this fic it just made it so that I appreciated and loved everything that I was reading that much more and then like just the way that dif- oh my goodness like the fairy godbrother I am not going to say more about that but just know that that was one of my absolute favorite parts and I truly squealed like I'm pretty sure that my husband was playing some sort of vi- video game and he was over there and there were like you know the sounds of demanding more minerals and all this other shit and like I'm sitting there squealing as I'm reading about this fairy godbrother. <laughs> it was wonderful and my husband was confused but I didn't care It was fantastic. So I just, I so highly recommend that fic, Um, especially if you're not familiar with the Lily James version or you love that Lily James version of the movie and the story Um, between that and the kind of ABO roles and the way that they kind of all play out and everything else. It's just, it's fabulous. I loved it. Um, the next fic is called Feels Like the First Time by Jayree on both Tumblr and AO3. Uh, this fic is about 3,000 words long. It is written or exp- er, it is rated explicit and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary for this one reads, it's Harry's first night out since the twins were born. He wasn't even looking for more than a night to have a few drinks in distress. He didn't expect to run into his high school sweetheart after so many years apart and he didn't expect what came after. Um, this is basically porn with plot or porn without plot I don't it can be used both ways, and i don't i get very confused as to which meaning it is that's but this is just basically porn <laughs> um it's exes to lovers there is lactation kink it is a b o it's alpha louis and omega Harry Harry is a single parent um and it it very much ends well, ends? I don't know. There is, like, semi-public sex that is involved, and there's breastfeeding and, like, role play to an extent until they're kind of, like, surprised out of it, if that makes sense. Oh, goodness. There's just so much to this fake, and it's one of those that, again, like, Jerry is just an absolute magic maker, but this, like, there's so much in this 3,000 words, because they're kind of dealing with their past as well as their present and kind of exploring and just kind of enjoying their time. I don't know. There's just a lot that's in it and I really appreciated and enjoyed everything that was kind of um it was given a nod essentially like it felt very validating as a parent <laughs> to read this fic um and just see all the different things that were acknowledged and were Uh, Why they might not have been like fully handled, but like it was still one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's, that's our reality right now. And that's just how it is. And then they kind of, you know, moved on with that being their set of circumstances that they had. And so I really appreciated it and loved and enjoyed that. In addition to it just being really hot. (laughs) The next fic is called Harry's Chicken Soup by Sam Under the Lights on Tumblr and Under the Golden Lights with Sam under the lights in parentheses on AO3. This fic was about 2,000 words long. It is rated G and the pairing is Harry and Louis. Uh, The summary reads, when Louis can't go home to his family for Christmas because he has the flu, he thinks Christmas is ruined. But when his new neighbor shows up at his door, it looks like Christmas might be saved after all. So this is clearly a Christmas fic. I'm pretty sure it was written for the 1D Christmas exchange or fest. I can't remember if it was a fest or an exchange this year. but, like, they're new neighbors, and it's strangers to lovers. There's a bit of her comfort, but it's more like comfort because of illness. Um, yeah, so, like, I said, more like sick comfort. (laughs) Um, but, like, when I was going through, and I was trying to pull together this list, I found this fic, and then I accidentally reread the entire thing. Like, I was just going through the find like some specific things to point to so that I could share exactly what I loved about it and then I ended up re <laughs> rereading the entire thing because it's only like 2,000 words long and it's so soft and it flows so naturally and Harry is so cute because he just like he had seen Louis when he moved in and had immediately just like been starry-eyed because who doesn't see Louie and you know who doesn't see Louie and isn't swept off their feet like Harry just saw him and was just like, ah. and he told his mom about him, because how do you not tell your mom when you see a Louis Tomlinson in real life, right? And so Louie's like, try- he's sick, and he's not feeling well. And he's upset because he's not home for his birthday and Christmas. And then there's Harry being an absolute sweetheart, and making soup, and just barging into Louis's apartment and like insisting he be taken care of. And it's just, it is so cute. And it's so sweet and so soft. And there are so many days where I'm just like, man, I want somebody to barge into my house and just insist on taking care of me. But I guess that I can, (laughs) I can live with reading about Louis getting that, you know, kind of treatment, because at least he's being appreciated in that way and taken care of. And that's wonderful. (laughs) So this was kind of like dream fulfillment for me. But it was just, it was so soft and so sweet and just so pure. I loved it. Um, the next two fics are by one of my new absolute favorite authors, Lady AJ. They are Lady AJ 13 on Tumblr and Lady AJ 13 on AO3. The first fic I'll be talking about by them is Little Saint Nick, and it's about 11,000 words long. It's rated teen, and the pairing is Nick and Louie. Uh, the summary reads Nick meets a stranger in a bar and is told this Christmas season he needs to learn to be nice. <laughs> Um, when I read that, it was really funny because I was like, oh, it's a Christmas fic. It's for the Christmas Fest. It's like meeting somebody in a bar and being told that like you need to learn to be nice. I, at first I was like, oh, meet someone in a bar. I, it, this is like, it's a wonderful life, AU. But then I realized, wait, no, he needs to learn to be nice. Like George Bailey's whole thing was that like he took care of everyone, he was nice. And so I was a little confused and then I read the tags and I was like, oh, it's inspired by a Christmas Carol. That makes sense. But, um, I love that he meets them, he meets them in a bar. Um, so, and this, it's really fascinating because, like, there are supernatural elements and, like, curses, um, but, like, while Nick is the Scrooge character, like, in this AU, he is still Radio 1 DJ Nick, and I believe he's still doing the breakfast show for, um, the sake of this Thick. And then Louis just wasn't famous, like at all, I believe. And, um, Louis is basically the ghost of Christmas present and Christmas future. I don't know. Uh, he's just kind of like the ghost. He's the single ghost who is there to talk to Nick and try to get him to change his ways and just be a little bit nicer. Um, and it's so interesting trying to figure out what is going on with Louis. Um, and there were some, it's really interesting to also have Nick try to figure out what's going on with Louis, and, like, all the different places his mind goes trying to figure that out, and, um, you know, just, like, get it all locked down, and, you know, learn what exactly is happening, and how, um, and so trying to kind of figure that out alongside Nick was really fun, especially when you're seeing all these clues and yet you still can't put them together because the way that lady AJ does it is just like perfection. The world building as you go along and just learning how it all works with the regards to the supernatural elements is really, it's just so perfectly crafted and you get tiny hints of information and little, like, it's just so fun. And Nick is so perfectly Nick and Louie is just, when he finally tells you and explains what's going on, you're like, Oh my gosh. Oh anyway, the way that Nick kind of learns his lessons and the things that he does and the way that he kind of grows fond of Louis as it goes on. Like it's so beautiful. I really loved it. I there's a reason I love Lady AJ's fix and this is just ugh, it's such a perfect example of their fix. Um I please read it. If you like Tom read that thick. <laughs> Um, and the next fic is also a Christmas fic. It's called A Kiss for Christmas, and it's about 3,000 words long, rated teen, and this pairing is Liam and Louie. The summary reads, Louie meets Father Christmas, then 21 years later, he meets his son. Um, I believe this was also written for the Christmas exchange, and it's basically like Santa Liam, kind of, at least in part of it. Um, so yeah, this is like a lot of fluff, a lot of flirt, flirting, like some excellent humor, um. It's just kind of fun and bantery and so sweet. And it's like the most absolutely perfect depiction of Liam that I may have ever read in a fic, like ever. He is just, he, he's so perfectly suited to the role of being like the son of Father Christmas. And like the way that the little bits of world building are just like, can you tell world building is imp- important to me? Like I love being sucked into a world and really believing what's happening in the fic. And Anyway, a lot of these fakes were just, like, they did really well with that. Um, (laughs) So I feel like I'm constantly talking about it. But it really is perfect, and it's wonderful. And the way that the details are kind of, you know, tossed out there in a very casual way so that you, like, kind of are, oh, okay, sure, that makes sense. And then you keep going and reading. Ugh, it's just 3,000 words, and it's so sweet, and I want more, but at the same time, I just really loved what we were given so that we can allow our imaginations just kind of roam and think about the kinds of possibilities that are there. Ugh, it's just so sweet and so lovely, and I just really love Lilo. (sighs) Okay, um, the next fic is called Tis the Damn Season by Zanny Scaramouche on Tumblr and Zanny underscore Scaramouche on AO3. It's about 3,000 words long. I can't believe it's only 3,000. Anyway, 3,000 words long. It's rated mature, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, The door will open, and he'll smile wide and genuine at the people who raised him, his teary-eyed mother and rosy-faced stepfather. He won't think about the cabin in the woods again until next December. Okay, like... Oh, my goodness. So, this fic, it's famous-non-famous, and it's exes to lovers, but it's more like exes with benefits. To lovers, I don't know. It's really funny because, like, I typed out the X's with benefits, and I looked at the fic later, and it turned out that Zanny also used that tag. So at least we both agree. Um, But like, it's famous Harry and Louis is the one who lives in the cabin in the woods, and it's really oh gosh, there's just so much in this fic. And the fascinating thing is that the way that Zanny wrote this, it. To me, it reads like poetry so that it's more of like a depiction of the emotion and you get some of what's happening. But the way that it's told, it's very much not in it's not in a a chronological order. There are definitely time jumps and it kind of almost flows like a dream where It might not make sense why you're jumping where you're jumping, but it's also so natural that it just kind of flows. And like if you let go of trying to hold on to the amount of time that's passing and where things happen and you just kind of allow yourself to read it, you find yourself flowing with it in a way that it feels natural and it feels right. And um, it just it all comes together being so fluid and making such perfect sense and you just get this perfect idea of the emotions and the feelings and the depth to it. Like the fic was a lot and I still don't think that I fully processed it. <laughs> and It's been like three weeks. Um, but there's one that really like it sits with you and it felt heavy and it was beautiful and it was so sad but it was also so like there was so much hope and beauty and I just, I can't explain. There are too many feelings, I think, that I was feeling as I read it. But I definitely cried because it was all just... The emotion was so powerful and so strongly communicated through the words um, that I just... There's no way to really fully explain this fic. So just read it and experience it because that's what it is. It's an experience. Um, So really, like, be open to that experience because it's not a usual narration that you're getting with this fic and that's part of what is so amazing about it so um highly recommend it I might have made you more confused with my talking but just know that it's so fascinating the way that it's done and it's so very different from anything else that I've ever read in this fandom and it's wonderful okay the next fic is called uh, Situations Like These by Kelsantema, um on Tumblr and Words and Notes on AO3. This fic is about 31,000 words long. It is rated teen and the pairing is Zane and Louis. The summary reads, it's not that often that Louis feels this way about people. His lack of sexual attraction doesn't prevent him from experiencing these fleeting moments of aesthetic admiration, but it's rare for him to get almost obsessed with someone's beauty the way that he is with Zane's. It's reached a point where those three hours on Friday afternoons are inevitably the highlight of his week simply because he gets to sit in the same room as him and steal what he hopes are discreet glances, trying to tame the fast beating of his heart. It's pretty pathetic, actually, that he's had to wait to be 25 for that kind of a thing to happen to him. And the worst part is, he's never even talked to the guy. Um, So, this was written for the Zooey Fest. And it has Arrow Ace Louie. And he's an... It's a uni-AU. He... Like, there's a lot of questioning of sexuality. But also, like, romantic identity. Um, Just because, like... Ugh... If you're familiar with the A-Spec spectrum, like A-spec, a- a- A-Spec, with the Ace and Arrow spectrums, like it, it's just so hard. It's so hard to be someone on that spectrum and feel like you've got a really good handle on who you are and your identity because something happens and it makes you question it. And you're like, okay, so I'm feeling pretty solid about this aspect, but what about this? What does that mean? And like, so I feel like if you are on the spectrum, (laughs) that you're just, there's always going to be questioning and there's always going to be trying to figure shit out because like, it's just, it's so hard to understand ourselves, I think. And that is so perfectly depicted in this fic, like so perfectly done. Um, So there's, the fic is strangers to friends to lovers. And, um, there's just like, there's some miscommunication and there's a whole fuck ton of banter and I love it. But there's also just kind of mutual understanding while also like kind of mutually, uh, agreeing to ignore certain things, um, while also openly addressing other things that you wish that could be ignored. Um, which is probably really confusing if you haven't read the thick, but just if you read it, it'll make sense. Um, there's established Nary and Harry is non-binary and I love them so much. The relationship between Harry and Louis is just like top notch. I adore it with everything within me. Um, there's just, there's something really special about the kind of friendship and support that Louis gets from Harry and the kind of understanding that they have with each other. And it's just beautiful. Um, but just, this week just meant so much to me, because I felt so incredibly seen while also being able to explore certain sides of Louis' identity that I didn't particularly identify with, but also just, like, the way that everything grows and kind of ebbs and flows and gets figured out with Zane, It's, It's utter perfection. I loved it. I just wanted to keep reading more and more because I wanted to read more about how they were getting to know each other. And I wanted to know more about like their intimacy. And this week is just one of my greatest goals as a writer is to try to show that growth and intimacy and and closeness, you know, just like the true knowledge of a person and the kind of vulnerability that comes with that without having to rely on the physical intimacy, because physical intimacy and emotional intimacy are two completely different things. And being ace myself, physical intimacy does. Um, it, it does show things to an extent, but it doesn't hit me nearly so hard as the emotional intimacy. And so as a writer, what I really like my entire goal as a writer is, is to show that growth in emotional intimacy. And I felt like this fake was just the absolute perfect standard of showing that and just seeing all of the trust that is so implicit with all of the different friendships that are shown and all of the different relationships and all the different ways that they're just all the different levels that they're on. It's just... It's so beautiful in so many ways, and I felt so seen and so represented, and this fic was just so very important to me, and I might have yelled about it quite a lot with Mia when we discovered it, and I just really love it, so please, please read it. It's just wonderful. Um, the next two fics that I read were actually part of a series, and the series is the Glory Holidays <laughs> by Uh-oh dash but dash yeah dash all right on Tumblr and Yeah underscore all right on AO3. Um, the first fic is called Prick or Treat. It's six thousand er, sorry, six hundred sixty-six words long, and is rated explicit. And the pairing is Harry and Louie, but it's also Liam and Louie, and Zane and Louie, and Niall and Louie. Um, the summary reads Louie mans a glory hole on Halloween, and there's a special offer on. So, this was clearly for the trick or treat fest, which is why it's 666 words long. And so, therefore, it's a Halloween fic, because he's manning the glory hole on Halloween. Do you get it? The glory holidays. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, it's a glory hole fic. Um, Which is, you know, it explains all the pairings. But just it's so interesting because I was like, how in the world did she manage to pack this much into six hundred sixty word, sixty six words? Like it doesn't seem possible. There was so much that was written there and depicted, and you got so much of each of the boys' like personalities, and there was just so much humor. I just, oh my gosh, there was so much in it. You just learned so much, and the constant puns, and just, oh my goodness, there's just, it was wonderful. And so after reading that, I was like, I absolutely have to read the next one. So the next fic was called Gift Opening. It's about 2,000 words long. It's rated explicit. And once again, the pairings are Harry and Louie, Zane and Louie, Liam and Louis, Niall and Louie. Um, the summary reads, it may be Louis's birthday, but the Christmas Eve holiday special is a gift to everyone, whether they've been naughty or nice. For one in particular, return customer, Louie makes it extra special. <clears throat> so once again, glory hole fake, this one's a Christmas one. And um, Louie is the one who once again is manning the glory hole. Um, and he has another offer. This one's a Christmas offer. Are you naughty or nice? And oh my goodness, the offerings and the way that each of the boys are d- like asking slash announcing slash requesting like needing <laughs> oh my goodness I just I don't know how to word what I love about these six, but I just really really love them and the way that Jillian does them is just total perfection it's absolute glorious fic Um, so it's like it's funny and interesting and amusing while also being like just fantastic in every way so yeah I definitely recommend it. <laughs> um the next fic is called Single Bells Ring by Absolute Nonsense on Tumblr and Nonsense Darling on AO three. This fic is about seventeen thousand words long, it's rated mature and the pairing is Harry and Louis. Uh, the summary reads A holiday singles event is not where Louis wants to be tonight, but there he is helping his best friend find love. Just as Louis is settling in, ready to have a terrible time, he meets the fittest alpha he's ever come across. Um, so this fic, I believe was also written for the Christmas fest, or maybe it's just a Christmas fic, um, but it's absolutely ABO and it's non-traditional ABO, which I am always appreciative of. Um, it involves speed dating. Louie is dragged there basically in support of Liam. Oh, poor sweet Liam. I adored Liam. Um, it's Alpha Louie, Alpha Harry, Omega Liam, and like Harry's the one running the punny dating you know party (laughs) um so it's definitely strangers to lovers and there's lots of flirting and lots of banter between Louis and Harry um but also like Louis yeah there's so many levels to it because like Harry is enjoying himself but also he thinks that Louis won't be interested once he learns that he's an alpha but like Louis is interested and then there's some really great like appreciation of Harry's tits which like made me for a little bit I actually thought this was written for the motor Boatry fest and I was like really you know excited and interested to see how like how many more times it would be kind of brought up, but like it wasn't, it was, (laughs) it was not written for that fast. It was just a healthy appreciation of Henry's tits. And, um, it was really fascinating because like there were parts of this fic that I was just like, have I read this before? Like there's no possible way I could have read this before because like the fic was just published. And then I got to a certain scene in this fic and you guys you guys, you, okay. So rewind back to like, I think it was 2015 based on the group chat that I remember this discussion happening with. Um, and I had a dream and in this dream I was reading a fic. I feel so weird telling you guys this, (laughs) but like I, I dreamt that I was reading a fic and when I woke up, it was like a part of the fic that I had read was very vivid and it was vivid to me, because I came out of it, and I was just like, this is not a dynamic that we read all that often. Um, at this point, I'm pretty sure that we had the Harry Bottoms picture, but we hadn't figured out Harry Bottoms from it, if that makes sense. Oh, man, if you weren't in the fandom, you're probably sitting here listening to me thinking like, wow, idiots, but <laughs> there's a lot going on. Okay, we were overwhelmed. Um, so anyway, it was just... It was a very specific time in fandom. And there was a very specific view of Harry. And a very specific way that he was often depicted and fixed. And while I didn't necessarily, like, hold tightly to that. Because I was also very fond of the few Omega Harry fics that I had, re- I had read. Um, Omega Harry was the first ABO that I ever read, actually. Uh, when I was still trying to figure out what the hell ABO even was. So anyway, just... I I remember waking up and going to my group chat and being like, guys, like, I, in my dream, I was reading this pic, but it was really interesting because, like, Louis, like, really loved Harry's tits, but, like, they were man tits, and they were just kind of like, the hell are you going on about... And, um, I mean, a couple of friends were like, yeah, yeah, because like one friend had very particular theories to do with Harry's boobs, but, um, you know, Harry had not filled himself out quite to the extent that he has today. Um, back in 2015, um, he, you know, he, he was dreaming and hoping, and he was building the base for, you know, what he has come to be now. And it was wonderful. And we so appreciated being able to witness that. But, um, it just meant that we didn't have a lot of, you know, appreciation for his, you know, beautiful chest and there was appreciation, but not in the same way. Um, and so when I was thinking about this particular passage, which I will not read to you because it is spoilery to an extent, um, there was Lilo friendship banter and a lot of it revolved around Harry's tits. And I was sitting there like how, you know, is this something that like I should explore and I should write? Is that why I jumped it? But if I jumped about it then like wouldn't I have jumped about writing it? Like why was is this a fig that exists and I need to find? Like what's going on? I couldn't figure it out. And then I you know, after talking about it and it staying with me for a little bit, like I eventually forgot because my brain and my memory is like Swiss cheese and there's any number of holes in it. And so I'm constantly forgetting everything until I was reading this fake, and I read it and like I was sitting there reading word for word what I remembered like my dream came back to me as I was reading it like if you guys have deja vu like it's deja vu-esque because you dream it and, it and it specifically happens right I don't know that's happened to me many times in my life but never with fake like this and so anyway I was sitting there and I was just in complete awe and kind of freaking out and a little scared because like how did how did absolute nonsense happen to, you know, know that I jumped their thick all those years ago? Anyway, just know that this fic absolutely lived up to the dream that I had of it. It was just as perfect and just as hilarious. And it was, you know, just perfectly in awe of Harry's tits as it should be. But like, if you want to read the fic that made me a prophetess and absolute nonsense, a fulfillment to my prophecy of six or seven years ago, then read this fic and love it and show them the appreciation that it absolutely deserves. (laughs) Um. Okay, moving on. The next fic is called "To Will to Wander to Want to Wonder" by London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr and Lady Londonary on AO3. This fic is about six thousand words long. It is rated teen, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads: "Dear sir, I am aware that you may not know who I am, but I am writing this letter in order to beg for your assistance. Nine years ago, someone dear to me was kidnapped by a collection of Fay who scorched the earth in their wake. They have imprisoned him in a castle in the North Kingdom for the sins of his parents, and no one has seen." him since. I have spent nine years desperate to find a knight brave enough to face off against these fearsome fae, and I understand that you may be willing to help me in my quest. Few have been willing to help, and all who have have returned empty-handed. I implore you to seek for the goodness within your heart to help, my dear friend. I miss him profoundly. Yours, Niall Horne, Duke of Penworthy, or Louis Tomlinson, Omega Crown Prince Goes on a Quest. Um, so there was a small group of us who decided that we wanted to do an anonymous secret Santa, uh, Christmas exchange type thing for each other. And like, we've done this in the past for several years, actually. And there's always different things that we kind of do with it. But at this point we were kind of like, I wonder if we could know who wrote them just based off of like the titles and some tags and everything else. And so like, we wanted to do it anonymously and do like where we were writing for each other. Cause we know what everybody likes in the group. Um, and so we we're like, let's see if we can write a fake for each other with pretty much no, like no prompts, just kind of write secret fics for each other and go from there and see if we can figure it out. And so that was the goal. And um, it was really funny because as soon as I saw the title, I knew who this was. <laughs> and this fic was written for me. Um, but yeah, just I loved it. It, and I was very happy to be right. So anyway, it was part of that mini Secret Santa exchange. Um, so this fic is clearly ABO. It is, well, did I say clearly? Is it even written? Yes, Omega Crown Prince. There we go. It is ABO. Um, it's obviously a Royal AU. There's kidnapping. And there's a rescue mission. There's fey magic. And it's Omega Prince Louis, Alpha Prince Harry, and like Harry is the one who is kidnapped. And once again, I love it. Let's just kind of throw those, you know, secondary gender norms out the window. It's alpha Harry who's been kidnapped, but I also love how that's a plot point that like, so like there's so much of his confidence that is lost because he's an alpha who's been kidnapped and cannot escape and save himself. And so like so much of his value is like diminished in the eyes of others but also in his own eyes because like he doesn't think anybody would possibly want an alpha who had been kidnapped and couldn't save himself and not only that but like he wasn't able to save himself for like nine years is that right like wild you know and I just oh and Louis doesn't care he's like well obviously this person needs saved his friend cares about him that much and like let's go and save him let's see because Louis also remembers him doesn't really know him. But like he had met him once or twice. And so he and he'd always been intrigued. And oh gosh, this was just so wonderful. And it's just the perfect emu fic. Like, it's just great. Please read it. It It's wonderful. The next fic that was also part of that um, kind of mini secret Santa exchange was uh, even Christmas Can't Compete With Your Glow by Become a Windy Bird on Tumblr and Quicked Wean on AO3. It's about 5,000 words long, it's rated mature, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, Louis looks forward to Niall's Christmas party every single year for one very specific reason. This year, he's let his werewolf instincts go ignored for most of the year while he worked on his career, and now it's getting dire, but he's not going to let anything prevent him from going to the party. <laughs> this is so it's clearly a Christmas fic there's werewolves uh, it involves like a full moon and Louis not even realizing it was a full moon until he's like wow when was the last time I shifted and like realizing how bad it had gotten for him and how much he really needed to shift um, but he kept like pushing it down and trying to you know let it be and he's pining so badly after Harry and that's why he's pushing it down he can't he can't let himself shift because he has to go see Harry Oh my goodness. And there's like scenting and just talk of mates and it's just, Oh my gosh, it's just so good. And now I want to just go and reread the whole thing because it was wonderful. Um, but like the Christmas party and the way it all goes down, it's just, obviously things happen at the worst possible time because that's how it's going to go. And it's great the way that it all plays out. So definitely read and enjoy that one. (laughs) Um, The next fic that I read was called Little Cockwarmer Boy by Sada Vanirin on both Tumblr and AO3. Um, It's about 2,000 words long. It's rated explicit, and the pairing is once again Harry and Louie, but it's also Zane and Liam. Um, The summary reads, Zane was just on a holiday date with his boyfriend when he gets an eyeful of two fellow diners. Sorry, I couldn't even (laughs) read it without laughing. I just um, The fic opens up from Zane's point of view he's on this really wonderful date with Liam, and he's like, I swear that I think that, that you know, that guy's been gone for too long. I think he's underneath the table. <laughs> and Liam's like, no way. He just went to the bathroom or whatever. It's not been that long, has it? But, like, time keeps going, and Zane's like, he is not back. I swear to you, he's under that table. And Zane's, like, watching it so closely. And then he's like, oh my gosh, Liam, look at this. And so, like, the two of them are watching, like, Louis, like, get off <laughs> while trying to, like looking for signs that harry really is under the table and like oh my gosh and then like anyway the point of view switches at the very end and oh just you want to read this okay that's i can't say anything more with like you already basically know what's happening i already told it to you you already basically get it from the summary but like you do not fully understand until you've read it it's two thousand words long just take a second and read it and appreciate the joy. (laughs) Um, The next fic and actually the last fic that I read during the month of December was Trading Sins for Treason by Jay Ree on both Tumblr and AO3. It's about twenty-eight thousand words long. It's rated explicit and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, In the end, there had just been too many soldiers and he had been caught off guard. The men had exploited a weakness Harry didn't know he had, a weakness his brother would recognize. He had trusted his family. He had trusted tradition. It had only gained him the cuffs around his wrists and the chains that held him in place while they brought in one omega before the next in a pattern that grew routine. The only factor on his side was that Prince Louis had weaknesses too, and Harry was more than willing to exploit them. Or a captive prince-inspired AU. So this was the last fic that was as part of our uh, mini-secret Santa exchange. And <clears throat> Jen has been working on this for a while, and we knew, and we loved it. Like, everybody who was in the chat was constantly, like, screaming for the snippets and cheering <laughs> when we got them. It was just amazing. Um but please, if you are not familiar with Captive Prince, like I was, was not, I still am not, I guess. Um, anyway, if you're not familiar, definitely, definitely read the tags and the warnings because quite a few of them come with this fake. So I want to make sure that all of you are safe and you're heeding the tags. But, um, for those of you who are safe and ready and willing um <laughs> the fic is a royalty au and it's omega prince louis and alpha prince harry there is rape and non-con in many different facets and layers and ways um there's forced breeding um kidnapping you know just all of that good stuff. And I went into this not knowing a thing about Captive Prince, and I just absolutely loved this fake. The world-building that Jerry gave us, and the way that the story was told, just all of it was balanced and paced perfectly. And it is just so ridiculously, just, oh, the smut is just, you know, it's Jerry, so it's Ace, and it's filthy, and it's, you know, super well done and towing many lines all at the same time and that's why we adore her right <laughs> but just the dynamic between harry and Louis and the way that it's constantly being um it, it being trying to be manipulated i suppose and so therefore the line is you know changing and the way that it's being drawn is adjusting and oh it's just it's such an interesting story and such a fascinating fic and i loved every moment of it so i definitely recommend that it be read and explored by all of you if you possibly have a chance to do so um, so yeah that is an end for today's podcast but just one last reminder that um i do have that survey out on my tumblr twitter and coffee pages where I am trying to determine exactly how I should be going about my catch-up podcast episode for next week about my own fix that posted last week, last year. So if you could just help me out and give me your thoughts and opinions, that would be much appreciated. Um, Thank you for listening. I hope that if you also appreciated and enjoyed these fix that you might be able to... um, Also go to Tumblr and AO3 and show your appreciation to these authors by leaving kudos and comments and reblogs of their fic posts because that is the way that authors are most boosted and hopefully that means that they will be able to continue to give us the wonderful content that they do for free. Thank you for joining and I hope to see you again next week.